welcome to Bringing Up Beauty, hosted by me, Tiernan, your resident nurse, self-proclaimed beauty nerd with a serious skin obsession. I'm a cosmetic nurse specializing in skin and injectables and a midwife, but really I'm just somebody who loves all things education and self-empowerment. I'll be here weekly, anyway I hope, Bringing Up Beauty. For the last decade, it feels like all things treatments, regimes, procedures, as well as just purchasing products in stores has generated a little bit of hate. I know myself, I've felt condemned to hell for the procedures I have had done, not only by friends, but also by those I work with. It's okay. Here, at Bringing Up Beauty, we talk about products, we'll interview amazing guests, and we just talk about the general trend of beauty. I'll also talk about what I'm currently having done, have had done, and I'm also happy to answer any of your questions. If you always want to send me an email over at nurse.tnn.beauty at gmail.com, I'm happy to trial products for you as well as answer any of your questions. So this week is all about tackling wrinkles, but first, uh, today's product highlight is one that I now really can't live without, to be honest with you. I've been using it for probably about four months. Yep, four months. And it has really just changed my everyday skin and makeup um, regime. So I've always been a big, firm user of heavier um, like makeup and things like that. And as I've gotten older and transitioned, I've really moved away into more like tinted moisturizers, which I then layer with like a wet base of a bronzer and a wet um, blush as well. So when I found this product, it really doesn't give a lot of coverage at all. It really just hydrates and replenishes the skin and provides a really beautiful sheen to the whole um, aura of the skin. And so every day going to work, it really is good for me because I work in clinical spaces. So I'm always moving. I'm always walking around. I'm always talking. Um, I really don't take a lot of time out to sit down and do a lot of anything else. Um, obviously, when you're doing paperwork and things like that, that does come into play. But I need to be able to have something that's flexible with my face flexible with my moving of my face because I don't want any caking or lines being caused from the product so this product is by Laura Mercier and it's called a tinted moisturizer and it's a natural skin perfection um I really really recommend this for anyone who doesn't like a heavy look whatsoever this is such a minimal piece of product I wear it because of the light coverage and it's really not heavy, but also it doesn't alter my complexion. So I think as we're changing and as we're aging into this world of social media and realism and not being too fake in the space, people are moving and directing themselves towards being natural and looking how they do present. So, you know, for me, I have acne skin, I've got um, pimples, I've got scars, I've got dark circles under my eyes. The one thing I don't have is wrinkles. <laughs> Thank gosh. Um, but I definitely am happy to kind of show those things to my clients as well as the patients that I have in the hospital because nobody is um, unreal. Everyone has their um, complexion and they have their ability to show that in a beautiful way. So I use this with the um, product and then I layer it with my concealer, liquid bronze and liquid blush and then a little bit of powder. I then um, brush up my brows. I do have my brows tattooed by the amazing Ash at Browski. I had a um, ombre style tattooing done a couple of weeks ago and um, I'm already loving the look of them, which is really awesome. And then I finish it off with a really light, um, uh, not bronzer, <laughs> highlighter. So it's really light, really beautiful and it kind of just accentuates um, some of the contouring that has been done. 
So if you're looking for a new type of tinted moisturizer, something for every day that you can pop on and then add a little bit of extra um, goodness, um, this is a product I would definitely recommend to use. I'd go in and have a try of it first because it is so light. It is so fucking light. Like when I first put it on, I was like, oh, is that all? <laughs> really was expecting a little bit more, a little bit more punchy. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that this looks better now. Look, I'm 26. I'm not like old. Um, but I really do think that, you know, wearing something every single day has an impact on your skin, but also your body. So we really need to concentrate on what we are putting on our skin and how that is reacting in our bodies. Another tip for you guys. So I've been traveling a lot this month with, um, weddings and things all over the shop. So I went to New Zealand on the weekend and it's not a long flight going over to Auckland. It was three hours and nine minutes or something. And on the way back, it was like three hours and 15 minutes. Not long flights, but no matter whether you're traveling on a one-hour flight or a 24-hour flight, it is fucking insane, the germs that are on the planes. I'm not kidding you, in airports, on the planes, in the toilets, everywhere. It is, oh, it is awful. So I'm one of those people that gets on a plane and rubs down the entire area that I'm sitting on um, and everything else along with that, hand sanitizer, face wipes, baby wipes, everything you can get, I've got my hands on it. So for somebody who is going traveling, we're coming up to Christmas time and a lot of people are going away. My number one thing when traveling is do not wear makeup on a plane. Blanket rule. The reason being I say this is because you're touching the chair, you're touching the, um, the you know, the board that folds down you're then touching your face without realizing you're transferring germs and bacteria onto your face under your makeup it's all sitting there and it's not like you're going to the toilet um in a normal workplace or in a normal your normal home it's very different you're on a plane so you reduce the time that you're getting up you reduce the amount of water that you're taking in on board and so it's likely that you will break out because of that um inherent dirtiness of this environment that you're sitting in i know that sounds disgusting and most people will be like oh god that's horrible but it's the truth so how do i combat this i don't wear makeup I wash my skin at least twice every four hours to five hours. I reapply moisturizer as well as hydrating um, serums. Um, and I also make sure I drink lots of water. So I know when we go internationally, it's really difficult with water. I always just ask the hostesses for a bottle of water. They sometimes are reluctant in giving it to me, but I'm like, I just, instead of you coming back every 15 minutes with a glass, just I'll have the bottle and that'll be great. Why? Because firstly, um, hydration is key when flying. You don't drink as much water as what you normally would in your day-to-day -day life because you don't want to get to the toilet and because it's hard to get the water. So it breaks out because of the lack of hydration skin as well as the ability of the germs to trap in those lovely um, areas of our face. So when you're traveling, drink lots of water, keep washing your face and reapplying um, your hydration moisturizers, um, as well as using hand sanitizers and wiping down the area that you are sitting so that you make sure that none of the gross bacteria is still sitting there. Oh, Anyway, that's a good way to start off the week, isn't it? Wipe down your plane seats. <laughs> Alrighty. to this week's topic which is what and when do I do with my wrinkles so as an injectables nurse I get asked this question so much so so much people you know in my age group are like when do I start having um, anti-wrinkle um, procedures or muscle relaxant procedures I can't use the actual name of the medication that's used due to TGA laws in Australia so when I talk about um 
um, anti-wrinkle procedures. It's like having the procedure done. It's just the big broad term that I use. Um, so there's many ways that we can wear our wrinkles is how I talk about it. Some people are more than happy to age in a beautiful way and have them present on their faces. Other people are more prone to wanting to take them away and reduce and rejuvenate the skin. Um, and I'm one of those people. So I often get told how young I am, that I don't need anti-wrinkle procedures. But in all honesty, I don't like the lines I have when I wear makeup um, from the expressions. So that's why I choose to have it done. I also like the look of that little bit shiny. Um, because I wear a dewy natural makeup as well, it really um, enhances that and provides that really beautiful, soft appearance. I always believe that you should still be able to move the lateral part of your eyebrows to so the outer part. And that allows some beauty and some feminism back into the procedure. When you can't move your face at all, it does look really unnatural, particularly for somebody who has been moving their face their whole lives and then they come in and they then have a really extreme amount of um, anti-wrinkle done and you can't see any movement at all. It's like, oh, what's going on there? So it's all about balance, balance in the face, balance in working out what would make the woman look natural and what would cause her to bounce over the edge and make her look very ab abnormal and unnatural. Um, I like it because I think it makes me feel good and I like the appearance that it has for it. It's like somebody who dyes their hair blonde when they're actually a brunette. I always kind of liken it to that, that sentence and people go, oh, okay. So it's more of a maintenance thing as well. Um, for me at my age, it's definitely more of a rejuvenation measure rather than, um, sorry, it's more of preventative rather than rejuvenation. But when should you have it done? Well, I often say that whether you're in your 20s or your 40s, you're allowed to have it done whenever you feel like you want to have it done. You're allowed to go and have the conversation with a well-seasoned professional who understands what they're doing and why you have it done. And they can talk about how it will change your appearance and where it's making you move into with your appearance. So I'd say the perfect age is when you start to see wrinkles um, even when you're not expressing your face anymore. So if you go to the mirror today and you look in the, in the mirror and you raise your eyebrows and when you relax your brows, there's still lines in your forehead, I'd probably say that's probably about the time we do it um, and they're not too deep. Obviously, if they're deep, we need to work on it a little bit more. You can have the procedure done, but those wrinkles are not going to go away immediately. It could be 6 to 12 months before we actually start to see rejuvenation in the skin's appearance. So today I'm going to answer a couple of um, really common questions about anti-wrinkle procedures or muscle relaxant medications. So how much? Normally there's type A or people call it type D and type B and they're the two medication names kind of used. So type B is um, units is normally about $12 to $18 per unit depending on who's injecting in the lo location of preference. The reason why it's so expensive is because the number of units used is lower but it equals the same amount as product d but you use a number the number of un units used is higher the cost of product d is about four dollars four to five dollars depending again and you might use um say in the frown area you might use 50 units with product D and with product B, you might use 20 units. Again, it's the same volume of product. They're just measured differently in their units, okay? So if you are looking at getting your frown and your forehead done, you're probably looking at somewhere between 250 to 400. If you're looking at getting a complete um, mid-face rejuvenation, so around the eyes, the frown and the forehead, you're looking anywhere from 350 to 500, 
again, depending on the product price as well as the practitioner's price. So often um, people who are more expensive are generally well-seasoned practitioners and probably aren't involved in anything like a franchise because obviously a franchise gets product cheaper because of the quantity that they purchase. Keep that one in mind. Um, So where can you get anti-wrinkle or muscle relaxants? (laughs) Pretty much everywhere. (laughs) So typical areas are frown, forehead and crow's feet. Bunny lines are when you squint your nose up. Above the lip, you can get um, reduced the lines. You can get a lip flip, which goes into the lip. You get your um, frown. So when you pull your lips down, you can get that done. You can get your masters done. You can get your chin done. You can get the platysmal band. So if you scrunch up your neck and they all, all those muscles come out, you can get it there. You can also get it into your hands for sweating and your feet for sweating. Some people have it in you know, the crown of their head for sweating as well. You really can put it anywhere. The actual proper use of muscle relaxant um, was first devised for bladder concerns and muscle um, spasms. So it really is just developed from there and we've been able to work out so many other locations that we can now use it. So it's a really incredible, incredible medication that's been devised and really allows people to take hold of what they want to do and, and where they want to see the procedures done. So who can do the procedures? A doctor or a nurse specifically qualified in the area of cosmetic or plastic would be my preference to you all. Make sure they understand what they um, are doing and um, they have images for you to look at. I think that's the best way to be able to choose somebody who you trust is seeing the work done. Sometimes it's quite difficult, um, particularly being photographed, because if you want a natural appearance, you really don't want it to be so incredibly specific on a photo. So a lot of people are like, I can't see anything different. And it's like, well, if we go through this and this and this and this and this, um, you actually are able to really see the big difference. So with the products that are used, we went through that type B and type D. Um, obviously it's really important to see the product actually used and drawn up in the space that you're in. So with a doctor or nurse, you, I would generally like to see them with the product in their hand in front of me. That would make me feel a lot more comfortable because I would understand that that's what it is. Um, and a lot of people would probably feel the same way as well. So a big question I get asked is how often, (laughs) how often is very specific on the actual location of the anti-wrinkle procedure. So, in your forehead, it generally is a lower dosing of the medication, so more often is needed. In the frown area, it's a higher dose, so it, it can last longer. Generally, about three to four months is what I would recommend for most people to come in and see me. If you're not needing it at that time, you can always come back in a couple of weeks and we can do it, up, do it again. Very often, it goes from being good, 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 good to, holy shit, I have so much movement back, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> It's, it's pretty funny and I do exactly the same thing. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh my God, I can frown so bad. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. So yeah, depending on the area, places like the jaw or um, even the platysmal bands, it's about eight months. You can really get a fairly long extended time in those areas. Um, so it's really specific on the area. The risks. Um, I wish that people listened to me more about the risks that are involved with any type of needle entering your skin. So first of all, a needle entering your skin is going to pose a risk no matter what. You're going to have redness. You're going to have some stinging. You possibly have some bruising. There might be a little bit of pain depending if there's um, local topical anaesthetic used or not. So you're walking out with that instantaneous risk, number one. 
Second risk is depending on where the product is put and how it is put, there is a risk involved. So particularly with um, the forehead, frown, around the eyes, um, really anywhere, there are risks that are involved. So if the product is put in the above the eyebrows and, the, and unfortunately the patient sleeps on it or um, it moves a little bit, you can always get a dropping in the brow. And so it's really, really important that people listen to how the procedure happens and what they should do when they go home for the aftercare methods. So when you have a risk involved, it generally is associated with the product moving or the product being put into the wrong um, muscle. And that can be because of the injector or it could be because of the anatomy of the patient. And so I really often wish I could pull back the face and see every type of the anatomy and know exactly where I shouldn't go, but I can't. I can't do that, unfortunately. So I have to understand my anatomy to a T and I do and I love and love protect. I protect it so much. But it's really difficult when something does go wrong and how that impacts not only the patient but also the injector. So there are risks. You sign a consent form because of the risks um, and you also have photos taken to ensure that there is changes. You can see that um, it's a positive effect or what has happened or how it's um, manipulated and, and turned into a different situation. And the contraindication, so why can't you have it done? Uh, well, if you're pregnant, medication, have had a previous um, procedure done quite recently. With any type of anti-wrinkle muscle relaxant, it takes up to 14 days for it to fully take effect. 14 days. So if at four days you go, nothing's happened, this is bullshit. The medication actually takes a long time to actually take effect. So the half-life is 48 hours. So the medication's only in the body for 48 hours. But it takes a lot of time for the actual um, impact on the muscles to occur from the medication. So good, really good thing to remember. If you've got a, um, a special event coming up, wait at least a couple of weeks beforehand, at least four weeks before the event to do the procedure because then you can tweak it leading up to it. Um, yeah, so breastfeeding, medications, age, consent, um, or your expectations. So if you have very, very different expectations to what the reality is, your likelihood is you won't have it done by that injector. So what if you actually don't want anti-wrinkle procedures done, but you want to reduce your wrinkles? So there are many options out there. The first one I would say is get a great SPF protection, first of all. Um, and then moving into more invasive or less invasive than a, I guess, both uh, <laughs> anti-wrinkle would be um, microneedling peels, laser, anything to do with changing the skin's integrity and turning over the cells quicker, you still will have wrinkles because unfortunately if you move, you're going to have a wrinkle. If you can move the muscle, you will have a wrinkle. So it's very different in that space. So if you have any other questions for me, I feel like I've gone over that quite quickly today, but I think at the end of the day, this is the type of stuff that really you need to go and see somebody. You need to have a consult about this. It's really important because you could say, I really want this line gone, but it could be right above your brow. And if I was to put anti-wrinkle product in there, I would drop your brow and you would be so pissed off with me. So I think going in to have uh, a consult, understand the product a bit better, look at where it goes, look how many needles they might use, the type of syringe, the product they have on offer and the costing, you'll find that you might be a lot more... Um, understanding of what's happening and how how it will impact your face what the expectations are all of those great things um, but yeah if you have any questions email me at nurse.tinan.beauty at gmail.com or you can always catch me up at nurse on instagram 
So thank you for joining me for another episode of Bring Up Beauty today. It was always such a pleasure with, to, to share with you my experiences knowledge, and knowledge as well as my real obsession with skin and beauty. Let me know what you think of today's episode. Your review would mean the world to me. And if you let another beauty obsessed girl in on our secret, I know she'll love us too. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. And finally, everything is temporary, ladies. The end of the year is really steaming on in. And I tell you what, it has been a year. I feel like I say that every year. But this year, I really do feel like it's been a mammoth effort and... I'm really excited for what next year holds for me and what's coming around the corner. So always remember, keep working towards what you want in whatever space that is. You know, you, you have to be your biggest fan, otherwise you won't be able to achieve it. So have a great week and I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye, beauties. <laughs>